This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, what do you say we do a football Friday podcast? We're going to be breaking down games from the NFL. We're going to start with the Bills. What's up, Al Dukes? How a Friday podcast, Jerry? That's right. We do them every day. So, yeah, let's go. Well, we didn't do one yesterday because we had so many meetings after the show. That went long, yes. They went long, and then it runs into your updates, and my dog is holding her urine and poop all that time. So, um, you know, we we had a, we figured we'd do it today. I think the surprise. best part of those meetings, because they are on yeah. Zoom or whatever the hell we do them on what is the yeah what, zoom we do them on no no, no we don't do something else no he uses a uh, go to meeting go to meeting that's the yeah. one we use and i think the best part is when something is not going as it should mm-hmm. is being able to get your face on camera right as someone's not My showing reactions. up on time yeah someone asks a dumb question that mm-hmm. just prolongs the meeting correct it's quite entertaining actually oh yes i uh, make faces <laughs> on the on the list and oh, plus you do I have my green screen still up, but there's no nothing on the green screen. So it's, it's just, just me in front of a shocking green screen. That is very true. So something interesting on Instagram. I follow a bunch on Instagram. Uh, Julia Rose. Uh, no, I should. Uh, I follow a lot of like Bruce Springsteen-related accounts. Not okay. sure why, but yeah. I do. Okay. So somebody had posted... Uh, and I don't know what these people that run these accounts, they must scour Instagram and the internet for Bruce Springsteen-related photos. Right. But they got one from yesterday of a of Bruce Springsteen went to go buy a car at a dealership in New Jersey, and the, the, the salesman took a photo with him. Nice. And it was just, I was like, well, that's pretty cool. So then, of, I, of course, like researched the, the, the guy, because I was like, what, what type of car is Bruce Springsteen purchasing? So did it say what dealership? It didn't, but I, I, it did say thanks to when it, and it linked to the guy, the salesman who, who put his photo out there. So I went to his account, and he sells Land Rovers. Oh, nice! But also, the the these car dealerships so sell so many different cars. Like it's probably a Land Rover slash this kind of car slash. It was just funny to me that Bruce Springsteen walked into a a, a dealership to that's purchase awesome. a car. But I think that's great. I bet you, you I, I bet you Land Rover Red Bank. Because there is a Land Rover dealership in Red Bank. Is that right? Yes. 
do you think he calls ahead and says, like, do you think he has people call ahead and go, Mr. Springsteen would like to come look at a yes, Land Rover? I do. I think they. And do you think he has them shut it down? Let's put it this way. I don't know about that, but here's what yeah. I know is not going to happen. He's not just going to walk in the door and wait for a shark to attack him <laughs> to I'm shoot like him a the car. Land Rover. Yeah. So I, I do think that a representative probably calls ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, do they? It's an interesting question. I could, yeah, I could see them closing it. I could see that. I guess. Although I will say this, he, Bruce Springsteen loves to go to local gyms to work out, and they're not the expensive gyms. They're like the ten dollar a month, twenty dollar a month gyms. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think he does like to be amongst the people. So I Which is also. Cool. Could see him just rolling up there by himself, saying, "I'd like to take a look at some automobiles." Yeah, I, you know what? I, and I think that's I think that's a neat thing. Do because, you? Because yes. Do you do you uh, do you think they assume he's going to purchase it outright, or he needs financing? No one's financing. Shut up, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Guy, Springsteen. We have some very competitive rates. Guys worth a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny about that, though? I will now. Not 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 necessarily. Um, the car, but the house for sure. Most people, well, I know it's a little different now with the deductions you can take and what you can't yeah. take as opposed to yesteryear. But a lot of people will tell you actually don't pay it and buy it outright because for you house. lose, yeah, because you lose the mortgage interest and all that crap that you, I guess you could, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. And there's other people, like a good friend of mine will tell you, whatever you do, keep as much cash on hand as you can and finance what you can. Then there's other people that say we want no debt whatsoever. So right. it's personal choice. I would think Bruce Springsteen, who's worth probably a billion dollars, just writes the check out for a hundred grand for his Land Rover. Right. You don't think he's like, what do you got as for his finance? No, I think he debits it on his on his uh, bank debit <laughs> card. That's what I think he does. A Bruce that's a hundred thousand. I got it. I, I think I got it in my pocket. That's my <laughs> Bruce impression. But it's funny you bring that up because I thought it was funny today how Giannotti's in the studio with Boomer. Greg has one dollar in his wallet. Yeah, and 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 Boomer probably has, God knows how much, on him. Right, like you you couldn't be more opposite in the way they carry around their cash. Yeah, I don't like to carry around a lot of cash, especially when I was going into New York for fear of being mugged. But as I had said on the show, I think if someone does attempt to mug you, you got to give them something. So I think a twenty spot. I have twenty dollars ready to be mugged. Because if you have nothing, the criminal might get angry because now they're in a compromising position. They attempted to rob you, and they're getting nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. And you, I do like how you're basically equating what a mugger would take, <laughs> like the guy who brings your furniture in from Sears. <laughs> <laughs> I tip $20 whether I'm being mugged or whether I'm, uh, I'm uh, someone's curious. moving furniture. How many muggers have you interviewed <laughs> to get that number, or did you do a Twitter poll? <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know why I have that in my head. That'd be great. Uh, if you're a mugger, uh, <laughs> I was going to kill this guy, but he did have a 20 on him. Oh, so. my God. Yeah, yes. so I feel like I do keep 20 on me for a mugger. I think you probably have a better shot if they, they probably knock you off if you take a lot from them. What do you mean? Meaning they they take your cash, your credit cards. Well, there can't be any witnesses, so let's get rid right. of this guy. As opposed to 20 bucks, he's probably going to be thankful <laughs> that that's all it was. All you got is 20 bucks. You know what? You keep it, sir. <laughs> 
funny. We're muggers. We're still not going to take your cash. That'd be like trying to give a homeless guy that's standing there with a with a cup. You take your wallet out, your Giannotti, you got $1, you go to give it to him. Is that it? That's all you, you know what? I'm good. A dollar? Matter of fact, let me give you a dollar. Yeah. I just uh, mugged an old lady. Here, take a couple bucks I got it from her. You're desperate. And speaking of that, did you see, I don't know if it was KFC, maybe I forget who it was. You see them post these squeegee guys are back in Manhattan? No, I didn't see that. Oh, it's, I think it was Kevin from Barstool. He posted the video. I think it was him posting the video of the guy just coming up to every car and basically saying, listen, I'm doing your windows. You're going to give me a buck. Like, oh, that, I, I would say I don't much. have a buck. Yeah, well, then he might bash your window in. And guess what? In this day and age, no one's going to do anything about it. I'll pepper spray him right in the face. That's You know, I forgot you have that. That's right. Bring it, squeegee guys. And as soon as you see the squeegee guy, you're going to have the pepper spray in your hand. I sure am. And I'm going to say, I have pepper spray and a stun gun. What are you going to (laughs) do? You're right. You got to fight fire with fire, Jerry. Yes, as long as his fire isn't a real gun. Did you hear this story that Boomer said on the air that he gets a Christmas ornament from Jerry Jones every year? I did. And he has I been getting not. one for many, many years. Yes, and the, the box was empty one year. Yeah, I would love to see what Boomer didn't really do a great job of describing what the ball looks. Is it a Dallas Cowboys ball? My is it just is a navy blue and silver with a star in it? Right. Like, imagine if you were getting one every year, Jerry. You could do a whole Christmas tree of just cowboy balls. I know, and I and plus cool. I already I already got cowboy stuff on the tree, so that would just add right. to it. Yeah, I don't get anything from them. Yeah, they should give you a broadcaster. Yeah, but I mean, you know what? I'm a studio broadcaster. I'm not there. You think Danny White gets a Christmas yes, ball? Yes, I think he probably does, 100%. So he might Kevin get two Ray. balls because he may be getting a ball as a broadcaster and as a former Cowboy quarterback. That's a, You know what? That's a very good point. Right? That could be a cross. He might be on two lists. He might be. He might wow, be like, two I get balls two. for Danny. <laughs> Danny Jones get Danny Jones. Who's Danny Jones? Daniel Danny Jones White. on the Giants. <laughs> Danny White gets two balls from Jerry Jones every year. <laughs> he very well could. Very well could. Hmm. I want one of his balls. So uh, who wouldn't, Jerry? So right. during the show today, we, you know, we did the story about uh, Colleen, uh, the uh, woman uh, who has autism, and, and we'd raised yeah, some money for Yeah, I didn't get the full grasp of this. I, I was outside when stuff was going on. It's pretty well, it was pretty neat. Yeah, it was uh, quite a lot during the show, but... Uh, this all started where where Boomer received a phone call on his cell phone from a woman he didn't know and, yeah. and and didn't know how he got her number. So that was being discussed on the air. Okay? Right. While that was being discussed on the air, my phone rang, my cell phone. And I said, "Huh, who's calling me during the show? Maybe it has something to do with this. Let me pick it up." I picked it up. A guy goes, "Hey, Al. I'm just a listener of yours. You can find anyone's number on the internet." Oh my god. He goes, I was going to call, but I couldn't get through. Also, could you tell Boomer that I think Daniel Jones, I was like, no, I'm not passing along a sports take. Wow. How and about that? I had to block that? his number. I'm surprised you answered it, though. I only answered it because we were doing the show. It was a local number. It was a local Long Island number. And I thought maybe it was somebody who we had had on the show once before that wanted to contribute somehow or wanted to get on. Get on. I, don't, I didn't know. I thought, let me, I normally don't pick up. I said, let me pick this up. It's in the middle of the show. How yeah, creepy. was a listener. <laughs> I mean, I Wait, know you can. I, I, I know you can. There's like sites you can buy that. I think you right, can to buy pay. the numbers. Yeah, right. I would never do that, but I've seen that, especially when, excuse me, <coughs> especially when you get a, a call from a number and they don't leave the message and it looks like it might be local. So I always go right to Google and put it in. Yes. And all the, all the sites come up if you'd like to know who owns this number. Like, wow, you're kidding right. me. 
Well, right. Or you could even see on the, like, if you search for your own number, you could even see that it's out there. They're just they, they block out the last four digits or something. You know, that's so amazing. That, so that you can so that you're so that you know that they have the right number. How about that? How about that? So you got called at home on your cell phone by a listener today. Yeah, during the show, and I answered it. He goes, hey, Al, I just want to give you guys a heads up. You can get anyone's number on the internet. Yeah, I think Al got that. Yeah, he goes, I was going to call, but yeah, I couldn't get through. That was so great, Tony. He goes, could you pass along the boomer? I think Daniel Jones' hamstring. I go, no, click. (laughs) You hung up on him? Yeah, I hung up on him, and then I blocked his number. (laughs) I blocked your number, sir. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, you do what you got to do's. Here's something that made me feel very old, Jerry, only because I was in the eighth grade okay. when I first discovered Ozzy Osbourne. All right. And this was a man I saw fully tattooed. This was a man, right. He was fully tattooed. People thought he was the devil. I was very, I liked his music. And everyone said back then, wait, when Ozzy gets old, those tattoos are going to look so stupid, blah, blah. Yesterday, Ozzy turned to 72. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Are you surprised by that? I was a little caught off guard by that because I didn't think my, like my dad, I think is 70. My dad was born in 44, so he'd be, what, 76? Okay. I did not think back when I was watching Ozzy Osbourne that he and my dad were of similar age. Yeah, I uh, understood. It's a lot. I mean, you think about where we're at now. I heard a song today. Um, it's Frankie Valley, sixty. You know what? December. Oh, what 60, a night! Yeah. Oh, what say, a night! Know, back in uh, December of '63, and my first thought was, "Wow, thirty-seven. Like that is fifty-seven years ago. Fifty-seven. That's unbelievable if you think of that." Do you have Do you have Spotify on your cel- cellular telephone, Jerry? I do. Do you have your phone with you? I do. Uh, open it up to spotify let's see because spotify sent this to all of our phones or, or all of our accounts your most listened to songs and artists this year oh. how do i do that if you just uh all right i'm on spotify so loud home all right what do i do mm-hmm. uh, let's see dig into the voices okay if you go into there should be a, 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 a well, this is I have doing home a terrific search. Job. I have home search in your library. Can you? Is there anything like made for you on there? Made for me. Hmm. Uh, my 2020 unwrapped. Yeah, your unwrapped. Top songs 2020. Yeah, Jerry, that's it. I'm talking there about. You go. I'm uh, curious who your what your top songs are. My top songs are "Misery Business" by Paramore. Would you Would you say that's accurate? Like, you've played that a lot? Yeah, I like that song a great deal. That is okay. probably true, yes. I would say so. Yep, that is true. Uh, wow, that's an interesting. Airplanes, B.O.B. and Eminem. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting one. That's <laughs> Laid by James. <laughs> Dirt Off Your Shoulder by Jay-Z. Dirt Off Your Shoulder. This one surprises me. <laughs> okay. We've only just begun by the Carpenters. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Desperately That's Wanting by Better Than Ezra. Why Did You Run, Judah and the Lion? I mean, it's a weird song. California Dreamin', The Mamas and the Papas. Do you Holy think God. these go in order of how often you played them, or it's just a list of your most played? 
I think it might just be a list of because the list is pretty big. The list is big. Um, Ain't no sunshine. Bill Withers. That's, yeah, Shimmer by Fuel, Feels by Calvin Harris, and uh, that's also what's her name, Katy Perry. Yeah. Uh, My sweet Lord George Harris. I'm all over the place here. Yeah, this too. I wonder how accurate this is. I don't know. Is there a way where it tells you? I don't know because, like you said, like some of these I'm looking at, I'm like, so mine get confused because I I use Spotify to play bumper music. Okay. So like I play this too much joy song every week stay at home it goes friday night right, so right. that's like my top played song right and i have a couple other i have i play that song by the who success story every friday right it goes sure. friday night i'm sure. on my way home so those are up there and then bruce had a new record out this year so a bunch of those from that album are out because i was right. listening to that but it's kind of interesting you could Scar see tissue uh, from red hot chili peppers that's uh, yeah i don't know man and podcasts I'd like to see how many plays, though. Yeah, me too. The Amazon music that I had was really good because it would tell you how many times you played it, and it would also tell you if you played it to its conclusion. Wow. I like so that. So it had full plays and partial plays, which was interesting because a lot of songs you would listen to for 30 seconds. Like, yeah, you know what? Enough of this. Right. Um, but I, I got rid of – once Amazon took that off of their pro, part of their Prime subscription – Mm-hmm. I said, no, I'm out. Um, I'll go to Spotify. Oh. Um, and that's what I did. As soon as I had to start paying for Amazon Music. Yeah. I'm like, and also, if you remember, they didn't allow me to download the songs anymore on Amazon. Right. That was a big thing. They like disappeared off my phone. That bothered me. Yeah, you so, didn't like that. No, because then I couldn't listen to it when I was in a plane without Wi-Fi. Right. Or cell service. Correct. So it became useless to me. This and is then they want absolutely money. useless. It was. Right. I, I agree. agree. I'm with you, Jerry. I'm with you. Let me give you one more final story, head you into the weekend. Um, okay. uh, Lon Adams, Jerry. He is uh, passed away at 95 years old. Okay. He is the man who did not invent the Slim Jim, but he created the Slim Jim formula. Okay. For you the follow uh, what the I'm saying? Meat? For the <laughs> <laughs> Yes, for the salty meat. I am not a Slim Jim kind of guy. I'm not Do either. You... I like beef jerky. Me too. It's different though, right? The Much Slim Jim different. is not a beef jerky. The problem with the Slim Jim is you feel like you're eating that outer casing forever. Yeah, I feel like the Slim Jim is like when when you've seen the hot dogs get really burned on a grill and they sat there for too long and they're like really just the yeah, wrinkled they, skin. They do taste better though. They do. They're just too chewy. Is and... it taste like pepperoni or like beef? No, it's a, I would say it's a cross between, like, salami, pepperoni, and a hot dog. <laughs> it's all just salty meat. Like, what do you think the sodium count is on a Slim Jim? And it's slim, too. So imagine if it was, like, a thick Slim No, then it wouldn't be a Slim Jim. Let's thick see. Jim. Slim Jim <laughs> sodium, sodium count. Here we go. That's all awesome. right. Uh, even one Slim Jim can ruin your day. In just a <laughs> single original flavored Slim Jim, yeah. 240 calories. 20 wow. grams of fat and a whopping 1,100 milligrams of sodium. Half they the got, daily recommended allowance. Do they got uh, protein in those Slim Jims or no? Yeah, I think they do, actually. I think that's how they – let's see here. Um, I'm trying to pull this up here. Uh, protein is – where the hell in is In the Slim Jim. 11 grams. That's not bad. 
No, if you can wipe away the 1,100 milligrams of sodium, <laughs> which is half your daily allowance. So if you have two Slim Jims, then you're really in trouble. Oh, God. I mean, if you're, you're lightheaded. Right. I mean, I would think, no. I would think so, yeah. You'd and be I'm very not even thirsty. Sure, I'm not even sure what size Slim Jim we just discussed. I bet the Slim Jim had their biggest year when Randy Macho Man Savage was doing their commercials. I, Right? completely agree with you because that's how I know of Slim Jim. Yeah, snap into a Slim Jim. Well, I mean, yes, that and also at the liquor store we used to sell them. And the Slim Jim and the beef jerky used to fly off the shelf because what guys would... guys would go up, they would buy, I'll never forget, they would buy a pint of pop-off vodka. <laughs> <laughs> you might remember pop-off? I do not. Pop-off vodka was cheap vodka in a clear container with a red label. They would buy that or Majorska. And then they would get like a can of, it could have either been club soda or Sprite. And then they would grab a Slim Jim or a beef jerky. They'd be like, yep, lunch. Like, I was going to say, what, they, what would they most likely pair with the Slim Jim? The vodka. Vodka and Slim <laughs> yes. Jim. Yes. And that was their lunch. Yeah. You know, or, or, as I've told you before, the guys from the factory across the street used to cash their checks with us. That would be their dinner. So they had, they had no money left. Yeah. Most of those guys had half their paychecks or more taken right out and sent by the government to their ex-wife. And I, I always told you, it was so sad seeing guys that made, let's say they made $1,000 and after taxes they got, you know, 650 and they were cashing a check for 232 Right. Because the other, you know, 55% of it went to the ex-wife. And so they would sit there and they'd buy the cheapest vodka, they'd buy the cheapest cigarettes we sold, and a beef jerky. And that was dinner. It's so interesting. My friend Steve, one of my best friends from high school, he when he, he went into the army right after high school. Then when he came out, he was going to Kane, but working at a liquor store in Rawway, New Jersey. Mm. And he has the same stories. It's like the same thing. The same people, people would come in with yeah, with their checks. They yeah. would cash checks like your place would. People would put their whole checks into scratch offs and oh, vodkas God, yeah. and crazy. The scratch offs were bad too. Yeah. yeah. I always told you, and I'll, I'll end it on this. I always told you the one night my buddy said, how many scratch-offs? There's got to be a $500 winner in here. There has to be. And let's just go in $20 each. So we bought 40 of them, and we won like $4. Yeah. And we're like, all right, how about another 20 I'm like, well, I don't really have another $20 on me. Yeah. I said, so if you want to just scratch off until we win, I'll do that. And I'll never forget calling Kim and asking her <laughs> if she could bring me $35. I was like, oh, well, sure, why? I got to pay the register. We lost, <laughs> we lost $55 each on scratch-offs. You just kept scratching off going, one of these is going to be the big yes. winner. It's going to pay for itself. That's exactly That's great, what we thought. That was great thinking. Didn't it, we, But we never won. We it never didn't got, work. We never got one that paid us more than $5. <laughs> and I don't, I actually don't think I've ever bought a scratch-off since. Now, I bought them to throw them in a stocking or to yeah. put in like a card. But I have never bought a scratch-off to actually scratch off and twi- try and win since. I bet you stores around the country, right? Whether they're convenience stores, drug stores, anywhere that sells these scratch-offs. 16, 17-year-old dudes working there have the same thought. They're like, <laughs> "Yes, we, why don't we just scratch off a bunch of these? Until we get to the $10,000 winner. <laughs> we'll pay them off. <laughs> Except you find yourself in the whole $230 very quickly. Right. Because scratch-offs now are like $5, $10. Yes. yes. I don't even know if you can find the $1 scratch-offs anymore. Yeah. 
I bet so. that happens. I mean, that if we brought that topic up on the warm-up show with phone calls, I, agree. I bet we would get people. I, I totally agree Me with you. Me and my buddy were 16. We thought this would be a great <laughs> idea. And you got to be 18 to buy them, remember. So instead, we were just oh. stealing. I was, though. I was I was 20, I think, Yeah. when we did this. But yeah, it's pretty. That those are some good times working in that store. But man, <laughs> some bad times, too. <laughs> All right, one of these days where there's nothing going on, well, we're going to remember to bring this up. Yeah, no problem. Warm up show. I think we can right. do that. All right, Jerry. Well, speaking of the warm up show, we did one of those this morning. It was good. We actually Turned took calls. Pretty terrific. We uh, well took two calls. From well, that's people, call. That's plural. Right from people that were uh, looking for uh, jewelry on the beach with a metal detector. <laughs> yes. Very important stuff. <laughs> that is coming up next, Jerry. We will see you Monday. Enjoy your weekend. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. Right, let's get this Friday show started. 5.03 on the fan. It is a fall football Friday. I'm in New York City with the Eddie Scazzeri. And down the Jersey Shore in a little town known as Bradley Beach, where he is making waves and cleaning up that town. His name is Albert Henry Dukes. What's up, Al? Good morning, Jerry Recco. Today on my list of things to do, uh, I, I purchased a... Um, I purchased one of those garbage grabbers, like you see when the people on this that clean up like the side of the road, they have that gripper where you could pick up garbage. Dork! <laughs> I'm going to go around my neighborhood and pick up garbage because Plus you got nothing to do. Huh, no, man? I'm just just keeping it clean, Jerry. Because uh, there was a there was a storm here uh, a couple days ago, and it blew people's garbage all over the place, and a lot of uh, residents are only part time residents. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go go around and pick up the garbage. What are you doing on your Friday? <laughs> Happy weekend! Uh, Although I'm looking here, Jerry, at the weather, and uh, at noon it's gonna there's a fifty yeah. percent chance. Doesn't of Doesn't matter. You've already said you're gonna be out well, there, so put your rain gear oh. on, get out there, and clean up that town. And you're right. Saturday, hundred percent chance of rain. Yeah. I may not be able to get out there till Sunday, Jerry. Because what's the point? You other, just said you other, were going today, but other garbage is gonna be thrown around as well. Yeah. Well, the, I guess you've got yourself a new job. You can go mm. every other day with your. You bought a garbage grabber. I did. It was only like $8. Because no one wants them. <laughs> Fair point. I got to bought a garbage grabber. Please yeah. don't tell me you bought a metal detector for the beach. I do not have a metal detector. Uh, Jerry, I'm not some sort of loser. Well, you're pretty close. <laughs> oh, I found a ring from the 1940s. So I have a diamond under in the it. sand. You know anybody that's actually ever found anything of no. value? No, but I guarantee you, you're going to get some phone calls now from dudes who found, like, that's definitely, in, like, I could definitely see myself doing that uh, after I retire. Why? Because it's it's Time very relaxing. Consuming. It's relaxing. I think you walk around, you plug headphones into the thing so you could hear, and maybe you make somebody's day. You find the long lost ring that they lost and, you know, when they were swimming here in the 80s. Over, and, uh, over under. 
over. I'm going to give the number. All How right. many calls do you think? See, but you got to be legit. If you're going to tell me you found something with the metal detector, it's got to be legit. Because that'd be cool. 877-337-6666. How many legit phone calls do you think we got? I'm going to say, well, it's 5 a.m. I'm going to say, well, this is the- One and a half? <laughs> this is the hour of people that would be doing this sort of thing. So I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say you're going to get three legit phone calls. So you're taking the over on the one and a half. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to say some people found some things that they considered cool while doing that. You know where you don't see that is the Caribbean. <laughs> I don't know about that, Jerry. Uh, well, I mean, I've been to, I think, many there. places at this point. And if there was ever a beach, I would think yeah. you might find stuff that would be there because people are on vacation. Mm-hmm. They probably have change in their pockets. The women Correct. probably have their rings on and stuff yeah. like that. And once they're gone, they're gone. They're not going back to look for anything. Right. If you don't find that uh, thing you lost at the beach within a couple of days, you're out of there. Maybe, oh, I, maybe awesome. I just maybe- missed it. But the last few years, I've been to you know many different Turks and Caicos, the Bahamas, Dominican Republic. I haven't seen anybody doing that. That sounds like a great vacation. Gina and I will head down to the Caribbean with our metal detectors and just metal detect can, the beach. Can you get those through security? <laughs> we might have to purchase down there. <laughs> More Jerry, than while bucks. we while we yes, definitely. While we wait for our amazing phone calls that no doubt will come in. Uh, there's something we do every Friday here. I don't know if you realize it has become a segment, but it has. And this uh, week, I even have very brief three-second production for it. It's Alan Jerry's Cool Games of the Weekend. Are you ready for the production, Jerry? Now, are you doing the production or is Eddie? Because he's on the phone right now. Um, I have it. I oh, have cool. Look, you did the production. Yes, I'm ready. Well, I just went to YouTube. Ready? Yeah. It's Alan Jerry's Cool Games of the Weekend. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Going old school, Jerry, 1990s. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jerry, so what we do here is we... <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Jerry, what I do is uh, I, I go quickly. This is not a time-consuming thing. Uh, quickly through the week 13 schedule. Right. Yes. If a game is not cool, it's uh, going to be obvious why it's not cool. But if a game it does have some intrigue for you where you're interested in uh, during the red zone, but if they go to this game... Or if you want to peek in on it, uh, you'll tell me why you think it's a cool game of the week. Okay, okay? and you know what I like about this? This to me is like the Hall of Fame conversation. Once you hear the game, it is is or it isn't. Right. If you have to debate it, then it's not a cool game. All right, fair enough. I'll tell you just by a quick the eyeball test, I quickly eyeballed this, not not looking great. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Number one, the one o'clock games, Saints at Falcons. Pass. Pass. Browns at Titans. Yes. I like You're that intrigued game. by this game. I am. I'm really? intrigued by Tennessee because Derrick Henry has become fun to watch. Yes, I agree. I love Derrick Henry. So I'm going to say yes to that one. I love I love his hair. Yeah, uh, the, that tail is tremendous. And the way he runs, awesome. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. That's one. Do you think me. that's a daily shampoo of the tail or not? Uh, like, is it, Does that no get wrapped idea. when he goes in the shower? Not a clue. I, I would I, love to know. I do not know. We'll get him on the show. Find out. Well, I don't even need him. I could pick a, a a random guy in the Titans that doesn't even play because he would know if in the shower Derrick Henry, Henry soaps that up or is that something that doesn't get washed all the time because it's bad for the – like you need the oils in it. That's fair. In the hair. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Yes, I, I right, have so no you, idea. So you like Browns, I Titans I do. Uh, as an Alan Jerry cool game of the weekend. I do, yes. All right. <laughs> this is a no-brainer no. Uh, Lions, Bears. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass. Oh my god, <laughs> it's funny. Holy mackerel! No, thank you. Uh, Bengals, Dolphins. No, 
You have Joe Burrow's no, out. No Joe Burrow. You probably What's don't. Is Tua playing? I don't we think don't know. so. Probably we not. We don't know. No, I'm sorry. That's a no. Definite no. No. Uh, this one will be big in the Giannotti household. Jags, Vikings. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Let's keep it moving along. Uh, Colts, Texans. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. And the final one o'clock game, Jerry, matches the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, versus your New York Jets. I mean, only because we're here and we're going to watch the Jets, but yeah. no, not no. <laughs> so in your one o'clock window, you really have Browns, Titans. Yes, I got a game. I got a game. Let me see if we get Octobox. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven, only seven games. Not going to. You can get like Octobox. Which box? Uno box? <laughs> yes. I hate the only, that. The only way you get Octobox is if the host puts himself in one of the boxes. Which he could do because could his do ego it. is probably big enough at this point. He could do it. All right, so for the 1 o'clock games, really only Browns-Titans. Let's go to the 4 o'clock right, games, These are the Jerry. good ones. These are the good ones, yeah. Giants-Seahawks. I'm intrigued, but there's you no are. Daniel Jones. So right. it's kind of like, eh. Right. So yes, but no. Not really, but because we're in New York, yes, yeah, so no. Really not. Right. Let me ask you this real quickly, since we did those games back-to-back. Which is more likely to happen, the Jets beating the Raiders at the MetLife Stadium or the Giants, no Daniel Jones, beating the Seahawks in Seattle? Ah, uh, the Jets. Or the Space Jets Aliens the, the landing. The Jets beat them third. Uh, well, I would take Space Aliens out of <laughs> if those were the choices. Uh, but I would say the Jets. They, didn't they beat the Raiders last year or two years ago, like 34 to 7 or something? They beat the Raiders down? Is that right? I think I they remember did. remember that. But You're I, right, though. That's a better shot. I also think the Jets will give a, a decent effort. The Raiders, 1 o'clock okay. East Coast, even though they're angry from the last couple of games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't see the Giants winning with Colt McCoy. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. How about six and one half dozen of the other? And let's continue, Jerry, the oh, 4 yes. o'clock games. Rams at Cardinals. And, uh, that uh, intrigues uh, me, yes. Cool game? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Okay, that's a cool game. Yeah. What about this game, Jerry? Cool or not cool? Patriots, Chargers. I feel like it should be. Should be cool? But it, I, no. Really? The, here's why. The Patriots have been boring to watch. They are boring. They're just, they're not, they're just boring. There's nothing mm-hmm. else to say. I, Cam Newton, I thought, started well. And since, and he got coronavirus, and he's been, ugh. You know, I think the coronavirus got him. Something got him because he looks terrible. And they're Here, not, they're just there. I don't know. All right. So yeah. it should be intriguing, but not. Um, yeah, I'm not. Like, on paper, yes, but no. Eagles, Packers. Yes, and I'll tell you really? why. One, Aaron Rodgers always fun to watch. Mm-hmm. B, the Eagles are like a, a disaster right now. And they're fun to watch like Carson Wentz try to be uh, yes. a quarterback. It's interesting to actually see if he's going to suck, if he's going to play well, if Doug Peterson knows what he's doing. And you can only imagine what's going on in Philly right now. So, right. yes, I, that one I'm intrigued by. Absolutely. All right. Uh, now let's go to the Sunday night game. You've got Broncos Chiefs. <laughs> Next, no. See, to me, that's a cool game because that that could be an incredible beatdown. Yeah, but it's not a good game. No, you right. want to tell me you want to watch Patrick Mahomes every time he plays? I'm good for that. I'm yeah. good with that. But in terms of an intriguing game, the Chiefs should win that game by four touchdowns. They should. Yes. Yeah. So let me. So let's see this. Then in the four. So in the one o'clock window, Jerry, the only Allen Jerry. Cool game of the week is Browns Titans. That's yes, all you have to me. worry about uh, the one o'clock games. Yeah, the four o'clock games. You have Eagles Packers. You like? I do. Uh, where did you stand on Patriots Chargers? Cool, no, not cool, no, not cool. No. Uh, yeah. So really, only I thought there was another one in the four o'clock window. 
that you liked? Rams Cardinals. Yes, Rams Cardinals. Okay, Rams it. Cardinals. You'll take that one. So three games for me. And then we get uh, a Monday night. We get two Monday night games this week. Yeah, or this coming week. And uh, a Washington Tuesday. Steelers. No, not really. Bills Niners. Yes, because the Bills intrigue me, and the Niners are weird. Yeah. So yes, I agree. I, I, I'm into that game. And then Cowboys Ravens Tuesday night. Okay. Now, not all of the country, I find out, Jerry, will get Washington Steelers. Oh, is that just the local on Monday night? It's it's not just local. It's going to be in seventy one markets. Oh, do we majority? Get it? We we do get it. Majority mm-hmm. is on the east northeast. Okay. But for whatever reason, they think the middle of the country doesn't want to watch Washington Steelers, which is weird because Steelers are a national team. I the Steelers like. are probably the biggest draw in the NFL, I would think. Yeah. The oh, Steelers, really? Right. I, yeah. Right, they're undefeated. I think Steelers, Cowboys, you know, with the Bucks now with Brady. But I would think the Steelers are 100% of the biggest draw in the NFL right now. And that was Alan Jerry's cool. Games of the Week. Where's the sound? <laughs> Real quick before we take a break. Yes, Jerry. Rich in Long Beach with Alan oh. Jerry on the fan. What's he up, Rich? Something. Hi. I have a coin store in Lindbrook. <laughs> I had a customer who who did the beaches in uh, Long Beach, and his name was English John. And he used, used to come in with uh, rings and everything all the time. One time, though, he came in with a 22-carat uh, chain weighed over three ounces of gold. Nice. And at the time, that was about eight years ago, was worth over three thousand, and now no kidding, worth worth over five thousand. See mm. that, Rich? Very good call. All right, well, there's one, and you know what? I buy that call. That sounded legit to me. Sounds legit to me. I'm heading out to the beach later today to find myself a three thousand dollar ring. Well, that was back chain. then. Today, he said worth five thousand dollars, and that's where I say the Caribbean. I think you find stuff like that. Do you think Amazon think. has those? The what would they have even call that thing? That the, the scanner, a metal detector, Me- metal detector beach. Yes, detector. yes absolutely, they have those. Detector. I'm almost certain they do because I've looked. I wonder what those cost. Because like, I find those curious. But here's the thing with those: if you're gonna get that, you've got to go to the beach at 5 a.m. You can't be the loser walking around at right. 3 p.m. when people are actually on the beach, because you do see that too. Uh, Amazon does have these, Jerry. They range anywhere from around $70 to $250, depending on what you want. Then right. they also have something. This the is $70 uh, one picks up soda cans. <laughs> this one's really old school, Jerry. It's like, you remember when uh, the the people would be panning for gold in California? Yes. It's like that, where you, you bring this thing to the beach and it sifts through the sand. Boy, you're going to have some retirement, aren't you? <laughs> Boy, some of these, Jerry, are almost $1,000. Those are the good ones. They probably yeah. go a couple feet in the, into the sand. Right. Do you want to find a $5,000 um, gold chain? Invest in you. Invest in this one. Pays for itself. 517, first break of the hour. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo. It's a football Friday right here on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
Al and Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. Ah, a little smashing pumpkins on a Friday. Love it. Yeah, yeah, 522. yeah. 5.22, Al and Jerry with you until Boomer and Geo at 6 o'clock. Um, real quick, just because this will wrap up the conversation about the metal detectors. Yes, sir. The, I think you win the over-under. I'm not so sure this qualifies, but we did get more than one call. Maury and Belmore with Alan Jerry. What's up, Maury? Good morning. I love the show. Thanks. Al, I love you. You're my favorite personality on the station now. That's right. Just say uh, thank so you. I have oh, thank you. And, and all I was able to pick up were used chicken wings and Michelob <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was Michelob Light cans. I'm not nope. sure, but that's Michelob Loggers. Oh, sorry, yeah, Loggers. Excuse me, MGDs. But that's all I was able to pick up. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, Al, and not oh. much going on here. That all stinks, right, unfortunately. Maury, I'll get yeah, you his yeah. email address. We appreciate it. Do that's not give Maury my thing. email. Hey, yeah, what's up? One more, one more thing, Al. Uh, in the beaches of Staten Island, I believe they did find a gold ring, but unfortunately, it was attached to a pinky. Oh Jesus! All right, okay. I don't think All we right, needed to Maury. go there. All right, Maury. <laughs> he was hilarious. <laughs> Maury's hilarious. Oh man! Did you uh, say real quick? Did you see yeah. the video of the uh, the football player in Texas? I did. The high school sl- kid. Yes. What is he doing? So this uh, kid in te- and, and high school football is huge in Texas. Yes, it is. Huge. No doubt. No doubt. Huge, Jerry. Uh, he got ejected for some reason. Yeah, he's a big lineman. A big lineman dude gets ejected and then comes rushing from the sidelines and just bam right into this like shoulder block wrestling style. Just clobbered the ref. Clobbered the ref. They think the ref has a concussion. I'm sure. And that kid's a senior. And he's taken out of the stadium by police. Yeah, he's a senior. He's like in Texas, like a defensive player of the year or something. Like he's uh, this is this is going to hurt his college uh, uh, career. I would I would think you so, what, Jerry. You know he can't so, be doing that. You know what's so sad about that though? Yeah, if he's that good, and he like you said, defensive player of the year last year uh, as a junior, I guess someone will take him. That's true. Someone will take him. Jerry, if I lived, if we were doing the show in Texas, I would challenge that punk to a fight. No, you wouldn't. There's no chance you would. <laughs> I would love to fight this high school lineman that thinks he's a tough guy. Come at me. I'm a man, you Jerry. Hate teens. <laughs> you're, not, you're not going after a violent one that lost his temper no. on a referee on a field. You're right. I want nothing to do with teenagers, especially a big off uh, a defensive lineman who bum-rushed a referee. Man, knocked him into tomorrow. Yeah. Cow. Not good. Oh. I saw one of his coaches, like, they were they were trying to race him out there to, to stop him before he could plow the referee over. Yeah, that didn't work out They so didn't well. make it. No. Not Did good. They- Bad luck. That's a that's just a that's just a bad look, Jerry. You I can't be bum co- rushing. I meant by the coach. No, what the kid oh, did. Oh, by the coach. Bad look, that's a bad act. Bad act. But by the coaches to not have him under control and the people yeah. running after him. That's a yes. bad look. Not great. All right, Jerry. Um, I think you know Trevor May. This uh, new this reliever the Mets just got. Where did he come from? The Twins, I think. Uh yeah, I believe so. Yes, that's right. Look at me, Jerry. But you read it. You never heard of him before last week. I never heard of him, but I, I didn't. I don't even think I read that he came from the Twins. I think the photo in the paper was him in a Twins uniform. That definitely helps. Which uh, definitely, I was like, "There's a clue. He's probably pitched for the Twins." How about this? Listen to the wording that was used here, Jerry, and see if it sounds familiar to the warm-up show. Okay. All right. Trevor May wanted to be part of the Mets' Steve Cohen buzz. No buzz, buzz. He, buzz. 
You see what I'm saying, Jerry? He wanted to come to the Mets because of the buzz. The Steve Cohen buzz. The Steve Cohen he didn't say buzz. buzz. No buzz. No. He just used the word buzz. But he thought about it. He goes, he thought, do I want to sign with the Mets? Buzz, no buzz. Buzz. Yeah, pretty much. Buzz equals sign with the Mets. Now, you were you were one being critical of Met fans mm-hmm. and Steve Cohen for the buzz that he created. Buzz. Now you've got someone they call a filthy pitcher coming to the Mets because of the Steve Cohen buzz. Thoughts? Right. Eyeball now, it's it's clearly working. (laughs) Well, it's one guy, but yes. (laughs) You know a lot about this, Trevor May, you being an MLB and your son's very involved? I really really don't. You don't? I just I've read the last week or so. You read he's a filthy pitcher? I I have a couple of quotes I read about him. Really? That he's got nasty stuff, yes. Now, Edwin Diaz had nasty stuff, too, and was (laughs) outstanding in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Has not quite been so good here. No. So who knows? You still got to come do it. But I do think... When you hear a, and we'll play some clips coming up uh, with Boomer and Geo, when you hear him talk about the, this is, see, this is funny because not to equate the Mets to the Knicks, but everything is about perception. And the Mets all of a sudden are perceived as the lightning rod type of team now because of the new owner they have that's got very deep pockets. And all of a sudden, maybe the Mets are the place people want to play. When you look at the Knicks, the problem they have had in terms of bringing star players in is the perception around the owner. Whether it's true or not true, there is a perception of the Knicks and James Dolan, and they can't get anybody to come in here. Aside from Austin Rivers, who, all due respect to Austin Rivers, has been a nice pro. He has not been a star player. So perception, reality. The Mets are perceived now as the up-and-coming team. So Mets, buzz. Knicks, no buzz. The Knicks haven't had buzz in 20 years. It's been a a few years of buzz-free basketball. You had a little bit of Jeremy Lin buzz. Oh, that was good buzz. Yeah, you had, what did they win, 56 games that one year with Carmelo? I think it was 50. Other than that, the Knicks have done nothing for two decades. Nothing. Now you know if the Knicks have buzz if I put the game on. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Like, that's I've, not necessarily true. I put the games on for Lynn Sanity. Yeah, but that was that was more than buzz. That was national buzz. That was crazy. Like the Knicks can be a really good team, and if you're a Knicks fan, you're going to be into it, and there's going to be buzz every night, even if they're playing the Hawks. You're not putting Knicks Hawks on. But I and then I put. I remember I put on some Knicks games with Carmelo during his positive because run. You, here's why, and I don't think this is. I don't think this is insulting buzz. at all. You are an event guy. <laughs> you're not a fan. No, 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 no. I'm being right, you're right. You're really not a fan. You're an event guy. So if it's Knicks Lakers Game Seven NBA Finals, even you are going to watch that. I might watch that. Yep. But you're not going to watch Knicks Timberwolves in in February. You're right. You know, like I was, I watched all those uh, Knicks Rockets games in the playoffs, sure. Knicks Pacers. I loved the Knicks Pacers. Because there was, I mean, those games were event games. I mean, that, and that Knicks team was outstanding because, you know, if someone was going to kill each other on the floor, that was so physical. But you're not, you're an event guy. Like you like, I, I would guess, I would guess, you're one of these guys that does not watch one college basketball game all year long. Right. But then you've got your sheet. And day one of the NCAA tournament, you're interested. Mm, I'm yeah, I'm interested in upsets, right? But that's but that's the event of the NCAA tournament. Like I think, got it. I think a lot of people that don't watch college basketball, they get into it looking for the two to be uh, to for the fifteen to beat the two, right? And they have their sheet and they check off if they win or they lose. And am I going to win the pool? But you're not watching college basketball. You have any idea not. what's going on in Mohegan Sun right now? No. 
Right. I'm going to guess college basketball, though. They, Nailed yes, that. they created Bubbleville is what they call it. Bubbleville? Yeah. Bubbleville at Mohegan Sun. Correct. That's where uh, UCon- I, was UConn. I think UConn beat SUSC last night there. St. John's played there. Rutgers right. was supposed to be there, and that got nixed. I'll take your word for it. But there's like they must have 75 games in like a in a 14 day span going on, something like that. They have like four uh, or five games a day. Are they all staying at Mohegan Sun? No, Al. They're staying in Manhattan. And well, that makes no sense, Jerry. It's <laughs> it's a long drive. <laughs> yes, I would certainly think they're staying at Mohegan Sun. Sean on Twitter, Jerry, very, very perceptive, says, just as Mike and Chris were responsible for bringing Mike Piazza here, the warm-up show has saved the Mets by getting Trevor May. (laughs) Buzz, buzz, no no buzz. buzz. (laughs) (laughs) Great point. Can we take credit for that 20 years from now, too? Mike still does. (laughs) Well, let's see how he does, Jerry. He needs to have a – if he has a great year, we'll consider it was from the buzz. I think he's going to have a great year. How about that? I do as well. Jerry, do you have any interest you... in in this purchase, which is available now? I know you love to buy cars. Like You're a guy who likes to... I love cars. Not that you have a bunch of cars. You trade a car in and get another car. You, could, you, you like to swap cars. I had one period in my life where I had about five cars in five years. That is true. Yeah, you were, you were very quick to in, swap out cars. And around that, mm-hmm. I've had cars for at least five years. Okay. Most of my cars I had for at least five years. Well, there's a 1997 car available for sale that has Ford Mustang. It is not, Mm, but let's check this out. 1997 to 2017. I don't know how many years that is. 97, 2001, 21 years. It only it has less than 5,000 miles on it. You're kidding me. And it's a 1997 Dodge truck. It's only ten thousand dollars and has a famous owner. Why is it only $10,000 then? I don't know. Who's the famous owner? Tanya Harding. Can I interest you in this automobile? Jerry, what do I need to do today to put you in this truck? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Can you certify that the odometer wasn't rolled back? (laughs) Well, she seems like an honest person, Jerry. (laughs) No, she doesn't. (laughs) So does it have 10,000, 5,000 miles on it or 105,000 miles? Right. It says less than 5,000 miles on it, $10,000, Tanya Harding's 1997 Dodge truck. It's been all rebuilt. Like It looks pretty cool. Why does it need to be rebuilt? It's only got 5,000 miles on it. <laughs> Jerry, who knows? What, has it got 5,000 miles on the new engine? We don't know what goes on in the Tanya Harding world. Now, is this is this one of those you know one-row trucks with a, with a, a bench seat? Probably. Huh. What color is it? It was a cool looking like a uh, a light blue. It was actually a cool looking truck. Yeah, I don't know that I'd be interested in that. Tanya Harding. What about then the fact that uh, Tanya Harding uh, no, that does, no, drove no, it? No, you, no. That's a great conversation piece, Jerry. When you go to Little League and you load up the back of your truck with all the bats and balls, you go just like, "Hi, hey, Jerry. This is a cool new truck." Yeah. By the way, you know who owned this before me? Tanya Harding. Just to be clear, she's the one that actually. <laughs> Took the bat to Nan- not her, but hired not someone her, Jerry. to go to Nancy she- Kerrigan and bash her legs in. Right, Jerry. She was unaware. She didn't know no, that please. this was going Stop on. It. it was. Stop it. Stop it. Very innocent. I don't know if you saw the film. I am not interested. You know, I'd be You're interested, not interested in though. Here's what I would be interested All in. Right. Because it was the one car. I mean, I want a Ford. I've always wanted a Ford Mustang. But again, yeah. I kind of feel like I'm getting too old for that at this point, which is disappointing. Because in my life, I'm probably never going to have my favorite car of all time. Brian Monzo's got one, a convertible Ford Mustang. I'm not going to have one. 
Uh, why is that? Think about that. Monzo's got no joke. He's got seven kids, and he's got a car that fits two. <laughs> right. But whatever. Uh, so I'm never going to have the Ford Mustang. One car I would love to get my hands on, though, at some point would be a reconditioned or refinished, whatever, uh, Chevy Monte Carlo. Mm, nice. You remember that the Monte Carlo SS back in like the in the late eighties. Love the eighties automobiles. Was a great car, fast, sharp. That was a car I wanted too. Never got that either. What a manly show this is today. Sports and cars. Mm, and where, what are you doing here? <laughs> Next segment, if we talk about chicks, Jerry, we'll have a really manly show today. I well, you know what? Since you said that, I still have uh, Julia Rose up on the computer. Oh yeah. I actually had someone That's a ask man me show. a question about two weeks ago legit they were they were a fan of yours but they wanted to know for real for reals for real if a you honestly don't know how to change a tire and b if you honestly sat in the car when i changed the tire (laughs) i said yes and yes (laughs) true stories i probably could change a tire but it would take it would take the afternoon no, it like it I couldn't do it quickly. Minutes. It doesn't I couldn't, take the afternoon. <laughs> I couldn't do it quickly. I'm, you know one of those lug nuts wouldn't be coming off for me, and I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> That's why you have to stand on it. Ooh. It's not that hard. It I really guess. isn't. Use your, oh. Although, I was going to say use your body weight. The problem is you weigh 84 pounds. So <laughs> <wet>. <laughs> I, would, I, would, <laughs> I would jump on the thing. It wouldn't even turn. <laughs> You'd snap the wrench. <laughs> All right, quick break. 25 in front is six. We're getting you that much closer to Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour on the fan. Al and Jerry, they suffered for their art. Now it's your turn. I actually thought this was the theme for Friends for a moment. It's not, but I thought it was. It is not. So clearly, I wouldn't think you'd play that. 541. What am I, a cornball, Jerry? Sometimes, I mean, listen, you told me today that you bought a garbage picker-upper and you want to get a metal detector for the beach. What's (laughs) next, black socks? Well, I I do have black socks on right now. Yeah, but you're not going to wear them with shorts on and sandals, are you? (laughs) No, No, I would not do that, Jerry, no. Okay. God. Here's a cool story, Jerry. I want to see if uh, you could relate in any way. So LeBron James got himself an $85 million deal. For two years. I don't think you can relate to that part. I cannot. No, I cannot. But they say that it is setting up for a potential future LeBron James and his son, Bronny James. Is it Bronny or Brony? Bronny. Bronny Bronny? James. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. His name is LeBron. Why would he name his kid Brony? (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> you actually thought about that out loud and still thought you'd say it. <laughs> Jerry, LeBron James and son Bronny yeah. could potentially play together on the same team. Yeah, with that, this has been talked about for probably the last five years or so. Yeah, so LeBron's going to be, will be 38 years old when Bronny, as you say, Jerry, I believe <laughs> you, graduates high school. Yeah. That'd be like if your son... Got to work at WFAN and do... Like the Gelbs? Updates, like the Gelb family. Yeah. Bob Gelb was longtime. Was he a long... Would you say longtime producer of uh, the Mike and the Mad Dog show? You know, it's funny. At the time, it seemed like it. But as time goes by, it doesn't seem like it as much. Was it 10 years, Eddie? So there you go. It's a full decade. So and I would now, say yes. And now his son, while he still works here in sales, Bob Gelb, 
his son is uh, Zach Gelb. It does uh, broadcast uh, fill-in work at, uh, well, he has a full-time gig at CBS Sports Radio Network. Right. And then does, I think he does some stuff on FAN he does. every now and then. Yes, he does. That's pretty cool. It's like Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey yes. Sr. Yes, it is. One of the coolest photos I have is the two of them in Mariner uniforms. Yeah, see, that would be cool to to be able to play with your son on your team. It is cool. The only thing that's not fair, I think, to the kid. Now, this is different. This is pro basketball. The kid's clearly going to be talented, and he's going to earn his spot there. But, you know, in a business like ours, the one thing that would not be fair. So let's say you had yourself a son at some point, and all of a sudden, you know, Ale Dukes, because you wouldn't call him Al, clearly. Uh, Al Dukes Jr. wanted to be a producer of the new evening show. People would think, well, he only got the job because of his dad. Right. So that's a tough spot for the kid. In this case, it's not. It wasn't in Ken Griffey Jr.'s case because they're great players, but it's different in different industries and businesses. Like if I had somehow had a son, because I am 51, Jerry, I could have a 20-year-old son at least. Uh, You could have a grandson at this point. Well, I wouldn't say that. but Why? And I'd be like. Sure you could. I want my son to produce Carton and Roberts in the afternoon. Matter of fact, you could have a grandkid that's 10 years old now. No, I can't. I'm only 51, Jerry. If you had a child at 20 who had a child at 20, that no child would be children. 11 right now. No one has children at 20, Jerry. Don't you watch all these stupid shows? <laughs> I do watch a lot of dumb shows. You never watched Teen and Pregnant? Isn't that one? Oh, yeah. On, uh, right? I watched that one for a long time. Uh, um, teen Mom. That's it. That's on it. On MTV. Yeah. Like, not for nothing. I mean, 18, 18, 30s. You could have a you could have a fifteen year old grandson right now. Fifteen year old grandson? Yes, of course. It's a lot of parents at eighteen years old. Son? Why? I my son a job and the grandson a job here at FAN? There's not that many shows. It's Jerry. a good thing you're wealthy. You'll just have to pay for them then. I think I liked watching Teen Mom because it felt like their lives were in such chaos because they were teenagers having babies that I felt good about my life. So you like to watch for other people's misery. Yeah, I really do think that's a draw for me on some of these shows. That inflates Just, your ego. Well, it makes me feel like like I'm like, oh my gosh, my dog ate a bone that he shouldn't have eaten. Meanwhile, these people are having babies at 15 years old. It makes well, me Well, I feel wasn't like, even going there, but yes, that does happen too. I was talking yeah. about, I was trying to keep it at 18 and over. But yes, I understand that does happen at a, could you, I I couldn't imagine Doing that at 20, let alone 15 or 16. Yeah. I no, mean, the original uh, Teen Mom on MTV was about like these girls that were in high school that were having babies. No kidding. And would throw off their whole lives. Uh, it does change the course of your life, yes. That is very true. I don't know how Unle- it couldn't. Unless you were lucky enough to have Bronny, who's going to play bas- pro basketball. That's awesome. Bronny is going to play pro basketball. And I, I do think had- it'll happen. I do think he'll end up playing with his father at some point. I would have had a kid if I would have known he'd grow up to play basketball. But you I, you would never have had know. A, here, You're here's what you needed. Kids. What you seriously needed was some confirmation that your kid wasn't going to be a criminal. Right. That your kid wasn't going to do something stupid to embarrass you. Correct. And that your kid was going to be successful. Right. Then I would Hence, have had a child. No children. And right. you would have needed to find someone that wanted to have a child with you. Oh, by the way. Correct. That was a couple of big steps there. Right. If all mm-hmm. those things worked out, mm-hmm. you could be a father of four right now. <laughs> But how is how do we know Instead, you're going to live a life of going and collecting garbage in a beach town and then <laughs> looking for gold on a beach with a metal detector? Sounds wonderful. <laughs> but how do we know Bronny's going to get to play on the Lakers? 
Um, what do they think the that, chances of that being able to happen seem slim? Uh, it, it, well, it probably is slim, but I do think there's a good chance it can happen. Because here's why. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know enough about his kid. My sense is his kid is going to have NBA talent, but he's not going to be LeBron where he's this phenom coming out of high school where you're going to pick him one. So let's say, for instance, he's good enough to be drafted second round. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me the Lakers wouldn't take him? Oh, right. You're saying he's not like a top 10 player. Right. I, I don't know if he is or he isn't. I remember watching one high school game with him on it because I forget the school or club, whatever the hell it was, that we were watching You know, one of these games ESPN put on. They were broadcasting the tournament last year. And I watched the game my son was interested in watching. He didn't play much. And I think he, I think he was a freshman then. Mm. Now, you can make the case he was a freshman, fine. I would also think LeBron James as a freshman was playing more than his son did, at least in this particular tournament yes. we watched. So I don't know. There's a few more years to go. Maybe he does turn out to be the number one overall pick in the draft in two years. I'm not sure. But let's just say he's good enough to be a pro, but not good enough to be a top 10 pick. Maybe the Lakers take him late first round or somewhere in the second round. I'm rooting for it, Jerry. I like it. And if you're another team... And he's a pro prospect, but he's not one of these, you know, locks. Would you take him or would there be that kind of wink and a handshake? Let him go to the Lakers. Uh, let the Lakers take the kid. I don't know. It's it's interesting, though. I'm with you, Jerry. And I could see LeBron playing into his early 40s. He Is seems right? to love playing. Why not? Will, Tom hmm. Brady's still playing. Good point, Jerry. And he gets... He gets hit by big defensive linemen. All the time. This is an interesting thing that's come from the uh, coronavirus pandemic, Jerry. Warner Brothers says they're going to send their entire slate of movies that they have scheduled for release in 2021. They're going to go to movie theaters as usual, but at the same time, they're putting them on HBO Max for you to watch at home. Okay. Interesting how. Is going to kill movie theaters? Interesting in that I would like to, like, I would pay a premium to watch a current movie theater movie in my home if it's something I'm very interested in. You have no interest in going to the theater and the big screen and the sound? No. No. Okay. Well, you really don't like going anywhere, do you? I got to tell you something because I've listened a little bit to to your favorite man of all time, Howard Stern. Howard Stern, yes. You've very much taken your cue from this man. <laughs> he doesn't like to leave the house either. No. So I see where you get some of this from now, yeah. from your listening habits over the last 25 years. Yes, it's I, been a long time. I, I totally get it. I actually see where you're coming from. I liked, I still like going to the movie theater from time to time. I like the theaters that... I don't like the movie theaters where there's like a bunch of theaters in one place, those giant monstrosities near the malls. Like, I like the going, multiplexes? Yeah, I like going to like the individual... The mom and pop town. ones. Yeah, the ones that are like on, on Main Street USA. That Jerry. surprises me because you know what's on those seats you're sitting on? <laughs> Disgusting things. Oh my God. Ugh. Lots of gas. As a, Well, I wasn't going there, but you can. I As opposed to the brand new leather seats they have. Right. Now, I don't think people are wiping them down, but knowing you, I'm sure you have that small little package of... Um, <laughs> that didn't sound right. Uh, of Clorox wipes. Yes. As I saw you and your girlfriend on the plane two years ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, everyone would be lo- looking for those wipes. Now, Back everyone... Then, w- well, there's coronavirus now. There was yeah. no coronavirus three years ago. Yeah, we get on the airplane and start wiping down our trays, our hands, yes, our Yes, I headrests. know. I put, 
And trust me, I put my hand over my forehead and said, I don't know these two. And then I'll always offer, if someone's in the same row as us, because they see me wiping down, I don't want to think, like, I'll, I'll offer them a wipe down. And they almost always take it. Let me ask you this. So I have to, I'm, I'm trying to book, and we got to take a break in a second. I'm trying to book, you know, airfare to Cincinnati for next week. Yeah. And not easy. There's like no direct fly. How Boomer lived in Cincinnati and his family was here. What a pain in the ass going to Cincinnati. But whatever. Delta Airlines goes to Cincinnati. From where? I, it used to all like Cincinnati is a major Delta airline hub, so they used to go from Newark. Connect, you could either connect in Cincinnati. I don't want to connect. No, no, no. I'm saying you. Oh, no, direct. You, it would go direct, but a lot of Delta flights emanating out of the East Coast would go uh, to either Atlanta or Cincinnati as their hubs. Well, anyway, that's changed. So I'm looking into all these flights, and they're all publicizing how much like you know sanitizing they're doing. You think they really are? Like, I yes. hope they are. I do think the airlines are. I hope so. Because that was actually very comforting to see as I'm looking to book a flight. E-R- EWR is Newark. That's Newark, yes. Why, Why is you Newark do- EWR? I, I, I don't know the answer to that. It's weird, right, Jerry? I, I, I be Maybe because N-Y-N-E-W, I don't know. I, I don't know. Let's E-W-R. take a break. EWR. We'll take a break. And then you figure that out for me. It's 552. Search Coming place. right back. Boomer and Geo, top of the hour on a fall football Friday. But right now, we have Amy Lawrence, a Radio.com Sports Minute, talking about James Harden and the mess that's going on in Houston. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, a couple minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo, top of the hour. No Thursday night football last night. It was kind of weird, actually. And so, ahead we go to week 13, Giants in Seattle, Jets Raiders Sunday. What else, Al? Cleaning up a couple things uh, from earlier in the show. Number one, Jerry, bad news. The, the Delta Cincinnati hub is is not such a hub anymore these yeah, I didn't days. Think so. A couple years ago, that ended. Uh, secondly, a man on Twitter named Augustin Salinas Sr. says of me changing flat tires, Good morning, Al. They sell impact guns like the guys use at the garage. Yeah. Rechargeable. You keep them in your car. You could do that. You'd have your tire off in 30 seconds. Uh, you should be able to have your tire off within 90 <laughs> seconds even without the gun. But, yes, that would be I, – I would be interested in having one of those in the car. Me That's too. That's kind of cool. Uh, Mike Still got to jack the car up, though. Oh, yes, a jack. Good point. Mike, Mike Wiz. W- Mike Wiz on Twitter says he knew a girl in high school whose mother was a grandmother at the age of 34. Yeah, I told wow. you. 17, 17, bam, there you go. Ooh. Ooh. So, I mean, look at you. you. You could have, in that scenario, you could be a great-grandfather. <laughs> I don't know about that, Jerry. 17, 17, and 17, bam. <laughs> What's weird is they say that if you were a, uh, if you're the child of a young mother, you are likely to also become a young mother, well, even think, though you saw your young mother struggle because she was a young mother. Yeah, I think because I think there's a sense of it's almost okay, mm-hmm. right? Like you can't say that you disappointed someone if you did the same thing they did, can you? No, no, you cannot. Just Jerry. following their lead, right? So I, that does not surprise me. You're not surprised by that. Great Grandpa Dukes. At 34. Instead, still. It's Football Friday on the Fans. That's quick. As we focus on the Giants, Seahawks, Jets, Raiders.